Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Hello, my name is Sydney Fullen, and I'm a coach for the Mike Ferry Organization. Today, we'll be discussing understanding personality styles. So let's start with the definition of versatility. Versatility is the ability to adapt quickly to a wide variety of people, places, and things. So great salespeople, superstars, do more business than most simply because they have the ability to adapt to a wide variety of people very quickly. In other words, they have a high degree of versatility. So think about this scenario. I think this has happened to most real estate agents. Uh, You make the perfect listing presentation. Seller calls you. Uh, they're highly motivated. You've followed the five-step process. You've pre-qualified them. You ask every question. Uh, you send the, a professional pre-listing package. You call back and confirm. Seller says, come on over. You show up on time mentally and emotionally prepared. And then you follow the, the Mike Ferry presentation verbatim. You and the seller agree on price and everything is perfect but then you leave without the listing. They want to think it over, but you feel really good about it. And secretly you tell yourself, I've got this. It went great. They love me. Then you look in MLS two days later and they've listed with someone else. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to most agents. Well, what, what went wrong? You thought it went great. See, success in sales is directly related to making the client feel comfortable and somewhere along the way, you fell short. More than likely, the client didn't think or feel you were the agent they wanted to do business with. In other words, you lacked versatility. The most defining characteristic of the superstar is their ability to make the client feel comfortable and confident about their decision. So versatility doesn't mean you as the salesperson feel comfortable. It means that the client is comfortable. As a matter of fact, being versatile in sales means at times you purposely take on a degree of discomfort for yourself in order to meet the client's needs. So there's four personality styles. There is the driver, the expressive, the amiable, and the analytical. And all of us are one of those styles. So if you continue to present in your own style and don't adapt, if you're not versatile and change the way that you're presenting, that means that 75% of the time you're making the client feel uncomfortable. Mike says that the average agent never comes close to fulfilling their, their production potential and the really good agents are losing 20 to 30 transactions a year because they don't have the ability to adapt to the people that they're presenting to. So do the math. Write down your average commission and now multiply it times 20. That's how much additional money you can make in the next 12 months by increasing your versatility. So today I'm going to share with you 
the characteristics of each of the four styles. We're going to talk about what motivates them and how they make decisions and some tips on, on how to, to identify them. We'll, we'll look at how they, they dress, how they look physically, and uh, also discuss the challenges in communicating with, with each of the styles. So let's uh, grab a, a sheet of paper and draw a line down the middle uh, and then across the center so you have four boxes. And in the top left-hand corner, let's write expressive. Top right-hand, write driver. Bottom left hand, amiable, and bottom right hand square, we'll put analytical. Let's start with the top left and write expressive. And underneath that, please write the word emotion. Emotion. They make their decisions based on the way they feel. Underneath that, write fast. F-A-S-T. They talk fast, they move fast, and they make decisions quickly. The personal motivator of the expressive is recognition. Now, I have little nicknames I've, I have for each of the styles. I call them the cheerleader. Why? Because they probably were a cheerleader or wanted to be one when they were younger. They, they live in that role where they like to draw attention to themselves. Now, the expressives are verbally adept. They, they speak loud and fast and they're full of energy. Uh, they're engaging gregarious. They use a lot of facial expressions and hand gestures. They're spontaneous and persuasive. Now, socially, they're very social. They like to be one of the, the gang and they're eager to participate, but they'll probably be late or forget about uh, the social appointment. Or if they, if they got an offer for something that's more fun, they may go do that. Now, expressives, the way they present themselves physically, I, I call it fashion forward. They like to look good. They will wear clothes to draw attention to themselves, and that's male or female, as a matter of fact. Uh, you can look for bold colors, a lot of accessories. Uh, they're, they're trendy. Again, they, they dress to impress, and they want that image to really shine. Now, the potential weakness of the expressive is they can seem uh, impatient, undisciplined, irrational, compulsive. They tend to generalize. They'll say things like, that was the best meal I've ever had. Or, everyone is going to that party. Well, not everyone is going. A lot of people are going, but not everyone. So they make bold, sweeping statements. Another weakness is their need to draw attention to themselves. They're high on emotion, both really good emotion and sometimes bad emotion, and they're usually late. Tardiness is a, a big issue for the expressives. A, a time is just a suggestion to the expressives. Now, the best way to communicate with them is develop a relationship with them, putting them at the center of the relationship, be forthcoming and be willing to talk with them because they do like to talk, but minimize the details. If you share stories or experiences with them, get to the point quickly and avoid going off on, on tangents. If they're sharing stories with you, you want to do the same thing because they have a tendency to over-explain. Be willing uh, to be warm and approachable and responsive. And if you can show them how your ideas will improve their image, they want to do business with you every time. Now, next, let's look at the driver. 
top right-hand quadrant. Let's write down facts, F-A-C-T-S, facts. Drivers make decisions based on facts. And underneath that, write fast. They talk fast, they move fast, and they make decisions very, very quickly. The personal motivator of the driver is power and control. Now, my nickname for them is the boss because they like to be in charge. They want to be the boss. Drivers have rapid speech. They're serious, formal posture. Uh, Their voice inflection varies except to emphasize important points. Now, these drivers are high achievers. They're bottom line oriented. And you'll hear them say things like that a lot. Also, like the the net net bottom line is, the bottom line is, They are not adverse to risk, and they make decisions very, very quickly. Now, they want information and control, so when you're dealing with them, give them the information, and they'll make a decision quickly. I always say uh, drivers are buyers, not shoppers. So if you're sitting in front of one, they're there to do business. They are generally extroverts who are strong-willed, organized, They love the action, they know what they want, and they're not afraid to tell you what they want. They're task-oriented rather than relationship-oriented. Now, remember, power, control, and respect is really the driving force behind them. Uh, Drivers tend to be more tailored in the way they present themselves physically. The clothes are not going to be flashy. They're going to look good, but more tailored. And again, that is male or female. Uh, driver women wear black, maybe a, a, a splash of color. Driver men are going to wear conservative suits. Uh, you're not going to see a lot of jewelry on them generally unless they're power pieces. If it's a man, it might be a Rolex watch, some nice cufflinks. Women are going to wear uh, nice earrings, uh, a power necklace, but not a lot of overdone accessories. Now, the potential weakness of the driver is they can seem forceful, demanding, overbearing, rushed, impatient. They seem insensitive, stubborn, and short-tempered. They're described as cold and harsh with little time for niceties. So when you're dealing with a driver, get to the point quickly and focus on the task. Uh, Avoid graphs. Uh, PowerPoint presentations and charts, you're going to lose them quickly if you pull one of those out. Talk about the results and the facts, not feelings. Always be businesslike and highly organized. Your presentation should be uh, professional and concise. Be on time when dealing with a driver. They don't like people that are tardy. Don't get into a lot of personal discussions with them. Give them the information, and if you've given them the right information in the right way, and they trust you, they'll do business with you every single time. Remember what I said earlier, they are buyers, not shoppers. Bottom left-hand quadrant, let's talk about the amiable and write down the word emotion. Emotion, they make decisions based on emotions, much like the expressive does. But underneath that, write slow. They talk slowly, they walk slowly, and they make decisions slowly. Now, the personal motivator of the amiable is the approval of others, the approval of others. My nickname for them is the best friend because they make the best friends. They're warm, they're friendly, they're consistent, loyal, agreeable, 
supportive family and friends are what they value the most. Mike Ferry says that amiables make the best real estate agents because people trust them. They're dependable and easy to get along with, and they want to be of service. Now, they like social gatherings as well. I mean, this is the person that will come early to help you set up, and you'll look over and they've they've already cleaned up and cleaned the kitchen. They like that supportive role. Remember, they want the approval of others. So they're constantly looking for ways to make people happy. The amiable avoids confrontation. They don't like the confrontation. They're slow decision makers also, and they perform best in a stable environment. Uh, when you're dealing with an amiable client where they don't like surprises, and this is the, the client that when you call and tell them that uh, the closing has been delayed the day of closing, they will fall apart because they, they like things that are predictable and stable. Now, physically, they, t- they tend to be more, again, more conservative, but warmer colors, softer colors. They, uh, they're going to be comfortable and traditional in the way they present themselves physically in most cases. Now, the potential weaknesses of the amiable is that they can tend to, they tend to conform to the wishes of others. Uh, let's write down the word passive aggressive, passive aggressive. You know, the amiable will do something that they don't want to do because they don't want to upset other people. And so that passive aggressive tendency will come, will come out. Uh, they won't speak up for themselves. They're, they're too compliant. They're also huge procrastinators. Uh, without boundaries and deadlines, they don't get things done. They're not generally assertive. Uh, they're not very direct. Uh, they have a, a, a low tolerance for risk. Remember, they, they like things to be stable. They're not risk takers. So it's very common that an amiable will be in a job for decades. You say, where do you work? I work for the state. Gosh, do you love your job? Not really, but that they're afraid to change. They'll stay in the same house for decades. Remember, they, that change uh, and that instability really uh, is, causes them pain. They're also painstakingly slow to make decisions. They don't want to upset people, so they're slow to make decisions. They don't like risk, so they're slow to make decisions. And then the other uh, potential weakness is that strong need for approval. Now, when you're communicating with them, uh, be relaxed and be agreeable, be warm, uh, be predictable, make them comfortable. They need to feel secure. Uh, they need to know that you have a, a caring interest in them. So be a good listener. Uh, maintain the status quo and do your best to not present them with any surprises. If they know that you have a personal interest in them and their well-being, they're more likely to do business with you. If you're, if they are just a number to you, uh, that that they will reject you every time. Next, let's discuss the analytical personality. Write down the word fact, F-A-C-T-S. They make decisions based on facts. They walk slowly, talk slowly, and they make decisions slowly. Now, the personal motivator of the analytical is being correct. 
my nickname for them is the perfectionist because that's who they are. They want things to be perfect. They want things to be correct. Analyticals are reserved. They have a dry sense of humor. They have proper, deliberate rate of speech. They are slow decision makers who follow process and procedure. They don't like to be rushed. They don't like to be pushed. They have a high need to be right, and they won't openly discuss their ideas unless they're confident about what they're talking about or curious, and then they may talk you to death. They may ask a lot of questions. As a matter of fact, analyticals have a tendency to be big talkers, to talk a lot. Their pleasure is to be accurate and their pain is to be wrong. They require facts, figures, and data, a lot of information to make a decision. Now, physically, they dress for function. Uh, they will wear functional shoes, uh, the more neutral colors, tans, grays, etc. Uh, I was raised in an area where there was a lot of aerospace back in the 70s and uh, a lot of engineers or analyticals. So these these men would have these plastic pocket protectors in their shirt sleeves. Looked terrible, but it was functional. See, those pocket protectors were there to protect the shirts from the ink pens. So that's an example of how they dress for function, not fashion. Now, the weakness of the analytical is their need to be right. They, they have to be right. And if you make them wrong, it will shut down the communication between the two of you. They can seem withdrawn and quiet and not very friendly. Uh, perfectionism is a huge fault of theirs as well. Uh, they're often described as skeptical and negative. If you think about the engineers uh, being analytical, when an engineer builds a bridge, they don't build it to, to work or to look great. All those mathematical equations are to prove that it won't fail. So that's an example of how that analytical's mind works. They're always looking at the glass half empty versus the glass half full. They don't like to share much, especially personal information. So when you're communicating with them, be uh, systematic and thorough, be deliberate and focus on the facts not the personal, focus on the analysis, focus on the data, give them evidence and allow time for them to evaluate because remember, they don't like to be pushed. Now we've described the four personality styles. So let's look at some of the similarities. You can see at the top, the expressive and the driver both move quickly and they make decisions quickly, but the analytical and the amiable make decisions more slowly. Look at how they make decisions. The expressive and the amiable tend to be more emotional and the driver and the analytical are fact-based. So how you utilize this information is first, you need to know who you are. Now you may think you're one style. You might wanna share this information with a family member or someone in your office. Let them tell you what you are, because we don't always see ourselves very clearly. But it's key here for you to recognize who you are, what your style is, how are you seen by others, what is your weakness? Because those potential weaknesses could come out during a presentation. Once you've identified your own style, then work to identify the style of, of the person that you're presenting to. How are they dressed? How are they speaking? 
What are the words that they're using? Once you've analyzed them by asking a lot of questions and finding out more about them, then your job as the salesperson, as the superstar, is to change the way that you're presenting to present in a way that's more comfortable for the person that you're presenting to. Remember, they need to feel confident and comfortable about you. And the way to do that is for you to be versatile and to adapt to them and their style in this selling situation. So really quickly, Mike says that if you want to create uh, and be more versatile, ask questions instead of having to speak all the time. Listen carefully to what they're saying. Quit having to be right. If you have to be right all the time, you don't allow others to voice their opinions and then you won't know where they're coming from. Mike says to remove your ego. How can you adapt to someone else when you demand that the world revolves around you? Remember, this isn't about you as the salesperson. It's about the client. It's about the person that you're presenting to. When the client feels heard and understood, they will want to do business with you. Mike says, get out of the box. Too many of us are living in a rut, doing the same things all the time. If you want to be more versatile, do things that are outside of your comfort zone and put yourself in situations that make you feel uncomfortable. You know, Mike Ferry has a high level of versatility. You know, how versatile are you? Do things that you wouldn't normally do and learn to ask a lot of questions and listen carefully so you can adapt in every situation. I appreciate the time you've uh, spent with me today. Uh, My name is Sydney Fullen again, and I'm a coach for the Mike Ferry Organization. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.